Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Two men collide. Rival nations. It's a primitive clash. Venting years of frustration. Guess what I'm trying to say is that if they can change, then you can change, and we can all change. It's time for Flats and Shanks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of our weekly podcast. I'm David Flatman. Number six, I'm David Flatman. I'm Tom Shanklin. It's seven, mate. All right, uh, seven. You set up six fingers, you stitch up twat. That's a thumb. <laughs> you um, right, mate? Yeah, good, good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, fella. Yeah, we're we're live. We're not live. We're in um, Cardiff Blues, back in. Mm. Still waiting for um, back in the Bethlehem of rugby. Still waiting for Reese Williams to bring us a coffee, actually. But nothing so far. Has he? Well done. He's gone. Put your foot on it. Yeah, he's what gone. Do you mean he's gone? The, he's gone over to the WRU. Has he? Yeah. Reese Blumberg has come back in. Well, Reese Williams can still bring us a coffee from WRU. He's only over the yeah, road there. He possibly could. Got um, awkward, isn't it? Yeah, most of you might know um, from Twitter, but we have got a special guest with us today. Uh, I'll do my little introduction now. Um, basically, I um, entered a charity initiative back in 2005 where I had to foster a player. And um, <laughs> I had a look at this guy online and wasn't quite sure um, whether he was just coming out of a relationship or not. <laughs> it's complicated it said yeah it? He, he came over from new zealand and i basically took him under my wing and showed him the ropes of cardiff which took me about a week until he started showing me the ropes of cardiff until he, um, until he stole your heart yeah sorry <laughs> yeah stole and misses no he didn't oh god um, <laughs> played at auckland played at auckland blues played at cardiff blues new zealand eight caps xavier joseph rush welcome Welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, let's let's get one thing straight, Tom. <laughs> I I had a phone call from Bobby Norster um, before you before you fostered me. So the, so chief, the chief exec of the Blues. The, the chief the chief executive of the Blues. Now, Bobby's whole goal was probably to save money, so they 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 didn't have to put me into a into a into a flat and start paying money. Um, he rang me up and said said Zav, 
said uh, Tom's had a change of domestic circumstances. <laughs> I thought, whoa, that's uh, that's uh, that's pretty serious. You've I become thought, a girl. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought, wow, okay. Um, so I looked, I looked, I straight away looked Tom up on the um, on the internet. I thought, well, he's about forty two, so he's obviously <laughs> he's obviously just broken up with the uh, with the missus and the kids, and you know, he probably after you know a, a bit of a wingman or something. So uh, uh, anyway, I, I I I turned up and 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 in fairness, Tom did take me under his wing, and he looked after me until one day I left the cheese out um, on the bench, and at that point I was evicted after about six months. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't like that. Didn't he wrap the like cheese up, did he? <laughs> didn't wrap it up. Cheese went hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's a true story. I was evicted for leaving the cheese out. Yeah. That's who he is, mate. I was actually, very, 20, very I was actually 25 years old then as well. Not 42. <laughs> <laughs> and it was true. I was out of a... I had a girlfriend, whatever. Get over it. Um, <laughs> I was fresh out of a relationship. And it seemed like the right thing to do. Yeah, right. and, and it was. And in fairness, Tom did take me under his wing. Well, he tried to. The first, he was injured at the time, and I wasn't playing. Uh, I think I had a couple of weeks before my first game. You, you know, you came over with glandular fever, didn't you? I was just, oh I was yeah, all that over. I was, I was just on the back end of a stint with glandular fever. Been in Dunedin, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Partying too much. Well, was who, that burning the candle? Was it? It was burning the candle. It was uh, ten years of professional rugby caught up with me, basically, <laughs> and. Uh, it was actually it was my first break, and I hadn't been injured for for quite a while. It was my first break in about ten years, and it was the best thing that happened to me. Six months off with glandular fever was a blessing. Yeah, <clears throat> give you yeah. time for your body to recover. Gave time for the body to recover. I came over here then, and as I said, Tom took me under under his wing. We went out the first. Actually, I didn't see Tom. Tom didn't make it home. The first three nights we were here, <laughs> he, he he took me out, and then there was billboards of Tom Shankton all over Cardiff at the time. He was like the uh, he was like the king of Cardiff. Yeah, that's and what he calls himself still. The poster boy. <laughs> I, I, I I could have been I, I could have been out with Brad Pitt and Tom Shanklin, and all I, the attention would have been on. Can I just say I didn't make it home because I was staying at one of my mate's houses. Yeah, all uh, right, mate. My mum listens to his podcast. <laughs> all right, babe. Yeah, all right, babe. Well, presumably, Rushy. Presumably. He was the poster boy, but every poster and billboard he was on, there was a black background. Otherwise, you'd never fucking see him. <laughs> um, Actually, he had, he had a little spiky. He had a little spiky number. Oh the, yeah, he had a little fringy spiky number. Oh yeah, which uh, which which which. Well, he looks. I mean, he looks good either way now, doesn't he? You know, he pulls it off. I mean, back in the day, I used to get Rushy to cut my hair. <laughs> we did, didn't with, we? With a knife and fork. We did. And then and the, the worst bit <laughs> was I, I, I had to shave your back. It was a bit uh, <laughs> pushing uh, yeah, pushing oh. it a bit, wasn't it? You know? What was he like? Because I, I lived with Shanks as well for a couple of years. Did you? Yeah. And we basically, we were like, we were like good mates, moved in together. And after about a year, it was like, we're not mates anymore. Can you move out so we can be mates again? Because <laughs> yeah, we yeah. were so different. Because I actually quite like people and I don't like just sitting around like a <laughs> sloth. You know, going to bed at four in the afternoon and waking up at eleven the next morning. I like to actually sometimes do stuff, and he hated that. Yeah, and I like, walk out and you see your neighbours. I say, "Morning, mate. How you doing?" And Shanks look, like, oh, "You fucking nose." Like, oh, morning, it's me, Dave. I think what you're, I think, Dave, I think what you're referring <laughs> to is living with someone who goes through bipolar. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think that's what you're probably referring to. I used to, to wonder about Shanko. Like, is yeah, he all right? he's, he's marginal, isn't he? Can I yeah, just say, like he's marginal. You clown and you go home and he was like the most morose guy and I was worried Yeah, and I once expressed worry and I walked into his room to express some worry and he told me to fuck off. So I was like, okay, Can I just worry. say I'm having a good day today? I, I had, <laughs> They've I, got to want help, haven't they? I had some day nurse today, so I'm all right. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on the upward curve. I just, yeah, if, you are, if you are going to shave your head or back, make sure you use Harry's razors. 
Yeah. Brilliant. There Brilliant. we are. That's there we go. There, there we go. go. We're pumped him in. We're pumped him in. No one will even know you shoehorned that in there. That's well, amazing. So Rashi brought a really good culture, right, to the Blues, wasn't it? Because you were promoted straight away as captain, really, weren't you? Well, Reese Williams was 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 kind of technically the captain, the late Reese Williams on yeah. on the surface, but the guts of the team was being run by myself, really. <laughs> but we had, but what what we did have back in those days, we had a real good social scene, but we trained hard as well, led by you, because your your quote was that you drink like a fish but train like a shark. No, I think I was drunk one morning and, and Martin Williams was giving me stick and it just came out of my mouth, you know. It was just something spontaneous. You'd front up, though. You'd front up. Oh. And we'd, we'd have a good time. Because we, we had a good ki Kiwi click here because we had Paul Tito, yeah. had Ben Blair, Jason Spice, Rushy, and at one stage, Jonah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, on, on a serious note, I think it's about... You've got to enjoy what you do. No matter what in the world you do, you must enjoy it. And I suppose for me, my outlet was going out and and painting the town red you know going out and having a hell of a good time and then all week then you'd you'd lock yourself away you'd yeah. get you'd get ready for a game you'd train hard but then you, you again if, if you don't go out and enjoy it and give yourself a reward why what 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 will make you want to train hard and do it i mean listen yeah. we're not we weren't alcoholics by any stretch but binge, you know, we're heavy binge drinkers yeah i mean there, there was one there was one time there was one <laughs> time it, it's the healthiest way to do it apparently <laughs> we're heavy binge drinkers what do you drink on an average day nothing but on a saturday 47 <laughs> units yeah. we, as much yeah. as i possibly could have still, still trying there's to one there's up. one game here and it's a european game we played against bristol and do you remember we, after <laughs> after that game right we all went out and we went to we randomly went to the brasserie for a bit of food, didn't we? But we didn't really, we didn't really eat much. Um, we had quite a lot to drink, and then we went off to walk about. And Paul Tito had bought a big bottle of vodka, and his mum and dad were down as well, weren't they? Randomly, and anyway, we got randomly, randomly. I'll tell, I'll tell you a story about um, about the Tito just before we start, okay. just so we know what we're dealing with here. Paul's got a younger sister, Amy, I think her name is. Anyway, um, the teachers called, she was about five, the teachers called the parents in for a meeting. And um, Amy kind of would, would use the, the word fuck as a normal word. She'd, she'd be saying to the class, well, last night I, I, I put two fucking pieces of toast into the toaster. And <laughs> she honestly just thought it was just a normal a normal phrase that a five-year-old uses. So the parents got called in and were expl got explained that um that the word fuck wasn't really a word that could be used um uh, at at school and would they mind maybe taking it taking it out taking it out of the home vocabulary um so uh so basically then the Tito's had to to put in a swear jar into the house and they had to start uh, not swearing, but it's it's hilarious. The first time I ever met Mrs. Tito, well, I, I hadn't seen her for about 10, 15 years. And I was trying something on in Eden Park. Eden Park was the clothing store. She came and I said, oh, hey, Mrs. Tito, how, how was the flight over? Oh, fuck, it was so long. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I, was, I kind of, I was just thinking, did she actually say fuck or did or, or did she not? And then, so then the conversation went on and then another fuck would come out from somewhere. And I thought, oh, okay, yeah, no, she definitely used, used so that the Tito's were down there, the big bottle of vodka, things were going pear-shaped. Well, Back just, to you, Tom. And before you carry on, does Paul Tito look like his mum or his dad? His mum, 100%. Whoa, okay. 100%. Good stuff. That's how they breed them down there, mate. Yeah. Nothing else to do down there, is there? Right, go on then. Um... Yeah, so Paul T has bought a big bottle of vodka and we're all nailing shots. We're all just smashing the vodka down with whatever we can. Anyway, as the night goes on then, um, you know, you split up and you disperse. And Anyway, my phone will not stop ringing. It's probably about 1am, right? And I'm 
I'm properly gone as well. My phone won't stop ringing. The first time, you know, you look at it, you think, who's that? Put it back in my pocket. Second time, who's this? Third time, I picked up and they said, hello, is that Tom Shanklin? I went, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> said, yeah. said yeah. Right, this is this is the police. We um, are we are with a friend of yours, um, Xavier Rush. Do you know him? I was like, yeah. Um, they said, right, he cannot speak. He sat outside his block of flats where he lives unless you come and um, and help him we're gonna have to arrest him so i had to i had to jump into a, a taxi straight down to atlantic is it atlantic wharf yeah, I, I was living in gary gary powell's flat there yeah oh dodgy that's dodgy enough that's yeah, an error yeah that's an error. and uh, i turn up there there's two police cars all these lights going off and there's rushy just sat on the steps outside just slumped and um, he's like he'd been hit with a trank dart, you know, like <laughs> you got a dart in your neck, yeah. man. <laughs> you know, like when you look at a lion and like you lift his li- eyes up and it's been cranked and it's like looking at you dead in there, but it can't move. You let the lid go and it flops back down. Again. Yeah. And um, so we found his keys, rummaged around his pocket, found his keys, and I had to search every door. Then put the key in to find out which where he stayed. Eventually, eventually, I got him back into his room, um, put him to bed, standard. And uh, and that was it then. Uh, no, no. I woke up in the morning. <laughs> the, the, the story continues. There was blood everywhere. <laughs> there was blood on every single wall, and my hand was hurt. In Paulie's flat. Oh, every, it, there was blood. There was trails of blood coming in. I'd I'd I'd, fall, I'd fallen over, and I and I put my hand on the curve, or I put it. Oh, and yeah, anyway, that's right. I had a huge piece of glass in there, um, uh, which which I which I didn't know there was a huge piece of glass in there. Um, I went and saw the doctor, and he, actually, I won't say what doctor it was, but he to- he made me feel better because he said on Saturday night he came home, come in the front door, walked up the stairs, fell. He was so drunk he fell over, hit his head on the stairs, and woke up unconscious <laughs> on the bottom of the stairs. So I thought, oh, this is going around this that's thing. Your whatever's, team, team doctor lads. <laughs> whatever's whatever's happening in Cardiff is going around. I'm, I'm not the only one, thank goodness, with problems. Um, anyway, he uh, he had a look. He said, oh no, the glass is out. He stitched it back up. Well, two weeks later. I was still having problems with, problems with this cut, so we had another look at it, and uh, he took took out a five cent five cent piece um, piece of glass. It was as big as a five cent piece out of my hand. I've been playing two weeks of rugby with this thing still in my hand, and wondering why the hell it wouldn't heal. Or why your fend wasn't quite as effective. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I remember I remember when go on then, Shank. I was gonna say, but that, to be fair, the next day he took a load of tickets down to Cardiff Bay Police Station, didn't you? Yes, I did. Drop yes, them in. Drop them in. Yeah. yeah, all right, that makes up for it then, doesn't it? Always want I, them on your I, side. I remember when you signed, right? So when you first came over, I think you were at Cardiff. I was I played with Shanks at Saracens, then I was at Bath for a bit and whatever. And I remember, you know, I had some mates that played in New Zealand and mates that played over there and stuff. And you say, well, we know he's a really like he's a good player, but what, you know, what's he like? And they said, oh, he loves the piss, plays hard, drink, you know, parties hard and whatever, and good boy. And and then somebody else would say, yeah. And then some, I remember someone in it, it was like the early days of email, actually. That's how old we are. Someone sent me a link and it was Xavier Rush, all black superstar, basically asleep on the pavement or something, oh, right? God. And I was like, this guy's a piss head. And I was like, this guy's a piss head. And then you, we played against you at some point and it was like, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I've said this on the pod before, so it's not just for today. But it was like, holy shit, this guy goes real hard. And it was like, yeah. in terms of overseas signings, for years, there was no one that. Sculpt Brits might rival you now, but for years there was wasn't an overseas signing that matched you. And then to find out, speak to Shanks all the time, and it was like 
mate, he goes properly hard on a Saturday night as well. He's like, this guy's engine. So I expect you to turn up and be some like absolute wreck of a bloke, but you still seem pretty enthusiastic and you're all right. They, you're they you're used, doing okay. They used to say it used to be, you know, stop rush, stop Shanklin, you stop the blues. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever said that, mate. Not one person ever said that. I, 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 I suppose 80% of my life was perfect. Train hard, eat the right stuff. Da, da, da. Very good. At, very you know, good like, diet. You know, do do all the extra train, all that kind of stuff, and then twenty percent of my life was wild, and that's <laughs> and that, and, that, and that was kind of the trade off. You know, I, I couldn't be a hundred percent perfect because I'd bore myself to death. Yeah. Um. So eighty percent of my life was completely perfect, and twenty percent was the complete other way. And that's, yeah. and that's and that's about all I can describe it as. There's no rhyme or reason. It was just the way. It's just the way I am. I, I've got to enjoy myself to do to do things. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Be one of these ultra-focused, ultra-focused people because I'll bore myself. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'll, that, I I'll, think there are more and more of those guys now. But I always, <laughs> always, Shanks and I always talk about life after rugby. We'll get onto that in a minute. But I think rugby, not everyone, but I think it taught sort of our generation that if you love doing something, you will work really hard at it, and there's a good chance you'll be very good at it because we're capable people, that sort of stuff, we're motivated people, and driven and all that. But if you don't enjoy something, we make really, really poor drones. Like we can't just drone on oh, yeah. the same job yeah. every day in the same room for 20 years like people have done for generations. It teaches us not to do that because yeah. we literally get money for doing exactly what we want. Oh, and that trains it. you out of being, a, you know, Steve, getting, you know, living a real life, doesn't it? Steve, Steve Jobs said it re really well. Um, he, said, he said, basically, whatever you do in life, make sure you absolutely love it because at some point, it's going to get tough. It's going to get really tough. No, but to be successful in anything, at some point, you're, you're, you're going to you're going to get to a wall that you can't get through. Now, unless you really, really love it, you will give up because any yeah. sane person will give up at that point. If you're not loving what you're doing, yeah. you will give up. And it's only the people who really, really love what they do that are able to climb that wall, get over that hurdle, and push on and be successful. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's 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 a very important point. Is is no matter what you do, and 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 I loved, I absolutely did love rugby. I absolutely loved it. Every every minute of my career, I loved it. But to that end, like in terms of what Steve Jobs said, you've got like, you know, there there are times in rugby that you, can, you everyone comes to the end, right? So it ends, and you're generally in your thirties or whatever. Injury, age, you lose you lose it, whatever. But there are points during your career where you are, you might have a knock, but you're effectively you've got a future in rugby ahead of you. And there are times when it doesn't go your way. So you get an injury, then another one, then another one. Or you get dropped. And actually, you were the man. You're not the man anymore. And actually, you used to earn loads. Nobody wants to give you that anymore. But there is there is never, ever a point other than serious injury or age, you know, during that sort of midpoint of your career where you think, well, I'm going to give up now. Because yeah. it's something you love. So it doesn't even cross your mind to stop yeah. if you don't absolutely have to, does it? So I guess that's what he means. 100% you know? right. 100% right. Bang yeah. on. I hope you've enjoyed philoso philosophical hour. We can't even say it. <laughs> I can't even you say it. I want, I, I I want, it down in, ter as well. in terms of philosophical, I want to ask you to, before we get onto like real life and stuff and what you're doing now. There's for the rest of the world, for everyone who's not from New Zealand, there's something about playing for the All Blacks which is deeply kind of special, mystical, something like that. And people talk about the aura and like whatever it is. The aura comes from them being really good forever. Like you know, that, that's kind of what the aura is. And Leicester Tigers used to have an aura. And it wasn't because, whoa, they're amazing. It's that they're actually just better than we are and they win all their games. That's an aura, you know. So, but I always think, but then for a, for a Kiwi to play for the All Blacks, is it as spiritual and kind of mystical and magical as everyone thinks? Or 
is it just like you got eight All Blacks caps, right? I got eight England caps. Is it just like when I played for England? Is it just super, super cool? Proud of it? Done. You know, is it? Do, is, or, do, or, do, or do you cry yourself to sleep at night with pride still? You know? No, no, it's um, it's a funny one. I, I thought I was the only one who probably thought this, but I listened to Jonah Lomu um, uh, speak one evening, and he his feelings were exactly the same as my feelings. So I thought, okay, this is normal. It's a very scary. It's a very scary uh, occasion playing for the All Blacks because because of of the history because the, the expectation is so high that you have to win and 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 win and win well. Um, the, the the pressure when you come into that environment is it's a it's a it's a it's a nervous um, feeling. And I was I think I was twenty at the time. Jonah was a, a pretty much the same age when when when, when he came into into it as well. So we, we were young and you're playing with guys that. I mean, I, I was playing with guys there who I'd been looking, looking, looking up to since I was ten. Mm. You know, I was playing with Sean Fitzpatrick, Olo Brown. These guys are like ten years yeah. old, older than me, um, and uh, and it's a hell of a daunting, it's a hell of a daunting experience to to, to come into that. And uh, you know, as a twenty-year-old, you you you're nowhere near ready, or you haven't got all the tools in your kit um, that these guys have have have, have got who've been playing for mm. ten years at at, the, at this level. You're a youngster. You know, just trying to fit into this in, in environment a little bit. But in saying that, it's 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 an experience you'd never say no to. You yeah. you you know you it's it's a bit scary for now. Can I come back in three years? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Give us a ring in three years. I, I need to mature. You did know. You, but did you feel like I remember Shanks? You got seventy caps, so it's di- it was different for you because whatever. But and the All Blacks in England are you know not necessarily so much now, but at that point are kind of different levels. But I mean, I remember being there and thinking, this is great. I loved the games when I played. I loved being on the field. Loved it, loved it, loved all these guys. And for every other second of being with the England squad, I felt terrified, nervous, and I do not belong. The the guys were great, but I thought, I am not ready. I am not good enough. I wish they'd pick me in five years' time. Yeah, I I, I know exactly those feelings. Because my my first cap, I was 22, 20. And then I I had a, a bit of a hiatus. And then my next cap, I was 26, 27. Mm. So it's, t- it's a completely different feeling at 26, yeah. 27. You feel, you yeah. feel ready to, 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 Go to be dominate. there. You yeah. feel, you know, and, and I'd probably earned it more. I'd played pl- plenty of seasons. I did a good all-black trial and I got reselected to, uh, to, to, to play again. Um, so, yeah, the feelings are, are uh, definitely a lot different. Do I notice a lot with the, with the Kiwis that have come over is that a lot of players in the Northern Hemisphere, so they've earned, I don't know, 10 to 20 caps yeah 5 to 20 caps whatever a small amount of caps um, alright mate that's alright <laughs> but there's no bitterness with the Kiwis about you know they always want New Zealand to win while sometimes with the players yeah. here, you often get that they don't really care how England do yeah. they're, they're not really South bothered. African boys are the same they always want the Springboks to win yeah. always and you, yeah. and you get that with the Ki- like no matter what they've done they always always want New Zealand yeah. to win no matter what and there's often a little bit of bitterness I think in other, other Northern countries, Hemisphere. Northern Hemisphere yeah. countries, I absolutely we're, agree. We're, yeah. we're we're a small little country down there, and uh, and the, the All Blacks are such an iconic part of, yeah. of 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 our makeup, and as as New Zealanders, and that the the, the All Blacks put us on on the map uh, uh, across the whole globe, you know, which is uh, they've they've done so much for for for, for New Zealand. I've just seeing the hark every time a Test match is on in these huge stadiums, that it puts New Zealand on the map. You can say you can say we, not they. You're to, one to, of them. To start you're with, though, like when, when when you 
are all born in New Zealand. You know, you're given all the men, you're given and women. You're given a rugby ball to start with, aren't you? Yeah. And if you're not good, at, if you're not good enough for rugby, then you slip down like to rowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think cricket. of another sport now. Cricket, cricket. cricket there we are. No, yeah, cr- 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 cricket and rugby can can yeah. uh, can yeah, cross pollinate. What, what age? What age do they teach you like the hacker? You taught well, you, you well. I I can remember doing it from the age of five. I don't okay. know if I was doing it properly, but I was yeah. just copying the blokes on the on 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 the telly. Probably Buck Shelford back then, and I mean Buck was probably the scariest person. Oh who's, my god! Who's Mate, ever, oh, we were coached. We were coached. You were there with Buck at Sarries, were you? Yeah, that's a good point. I'm pointing at Shane. No, I'll point if I want, mate. Are we getting coffees at some point? Like, like my concentration, word, my joke. concentration it's blocked, it's blocked is here. about is I'm about to go. Can we can we can we push can we push pause? Shanks, you 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 just back off for a minute and text for coffees. But Rushy, we were coached by Buck Shelford. Um, I might have told this story in the pod before, and by for a year at Sarries. And look, mate, it, it's difficult because he is. I mean, calling him a legend doesn't work because he's he's too big for that. Yeah. He was a force of nature, yeah. right, along with the others. But he was different, and hard doesn't cover it. This is a this is the sort of guy that had he chosen to go into the military instead of rugby. Well, he did, didn't he? Yeah. He, he was he was navy. So back oh, back, okay. back back back, Shalford would run 10, 10 kilometers to, to 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 work every every morning. Um, but then he'd get there and he'd do like two thousand sit ups and yeah. and a thousand press ups. He 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 was just a freak of na- nature, as well as being a big imposing man. Yeah. Uh, as 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 well, and just had just had a tough tough I mean, unbelievably mindset. Tough. And when when he got when he got to Sarries, we'll talk about him as a coach in a minute, but which I'll be honest, mate, wasn't great. But um, he was enormous. Like he'd just done a, I think he'd done a a uh, white collar boxing match with somebody, and he'd have the piss taken out of him on national TV for being really fat because he was enormous. Like he was well overweight, whatever. But he would come out to pre season, and we'd be dying in sessions. And he would do this. I mean, he would be at the back because he was old and he was fat. But he would do the whole session. And you're like, he'd roll out and someone would take the piss out. He goes, I'll do the session. No warm-up. And he would just do it. And it yeah. was brutal. Have you ever seen, have you seen videos it. of him during the Lions tour? Yes, I have. Well, is it the Lions or the Welsh no, tour? Uh, the Welsh tour. No, I've seen videos of him playing against France, mainly. It's the, it's the Welsh tour. He starts hammering out everyone, I think. Die, uh, Die Young's first cap, I think, for Wales. Shit, New you don't want that as your first cap. No, not at all. But like, he was the one that brought the... The new hacker, wasn't it? You know, the aggressive hacker that we see today. Really, he was the one that I, started I, it off. I remember Ireland um, uh, one one day. Instead of facing the hacker, they kind of ran down to their twenty-two, got in a huddle, and kind of did a did a ring a ring a rosy or something yeah. down there. So back back got 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 the whole the whole team ran up and kind of encircled um, the uh, the ring a ring a rosy and started doing. Uh, Started doing the hacker in front of them. It must have been. I mean, imagine just sitting in a circle, oh, being no. being uh being engulfed by this new this black yeah. jersey semicircle. Um, you would you you would have. I mean, gosh. We used to, we used to stare at Conrad Smith <laughs> because he was like at the back, <laughs> the goofy guy. Like, couldn't yeah. quite do it right. Probably didn't know the correct words, and you know you don't really stare at like Jerome Kano. No shit, no. But I mean, I, rem- I remember being in a game once, and again, like we've spoken about, we've spoken obviously in different pods about Buck being the um, being the coach at Saturday. It didn't, didn't work out, but it wasn't really for him or for us that year. But he being in one game, and it was half time, and I'm trying to remember now who we we're playing against. We both left the club after that year as well. We did, yeah. A lot, a lot of people left after that year. Actually, so I remember seven guys from the front five at Saris, all English qualified. Seven of us, no, and six English qualified. And I think Scott Murray and I think uh, 
Christian Califano all left in the same week. We're like, this is this is awful. Anyway, they sacked. Christian's he, the character, isn't he? Oh, he's amazing. He, he came down and played in, in, in Auckland. He, no, he, he played two seasons in Auckland. He's he bipolar. Is wild. He he's is, bipolar. He, he, is he? Oh well, I, I, I never I, saw Wild. I, I I I used to pick him up in the mornings, and it'd be no different to picking Shanks up or going to, going to training with Shanks in the car. There'd just be this. This 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 depression next 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 <laughs> next to you basically because it was going to be hard. You're going to have to work hard. So we don't we don't know that he's clinically bipolar. We're just saying he's a bit up and we're saying he's up and down. Right? He's, he's, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm no doctor here, but um, <laughs> but yeah. he, I know that he was wild. Oh, he um, is wild. Yeah, he is wild. He used to rip into Andy Gould all the time as well. He used to call yeah. him Mister Fish and Chips, <laughs> Mister Fish and Chips, because. He's obviously. Yeah, but mate, we do you remember those games against. Oh, anyway, the, the buck, the, yeah, go on. the buck thing quickly being in a game, and I can't remember who we were playing. What against. do you mean quickly? You've been on the story for twenty-five know, minutes. We were in a game, and um, <coughs> we, we, I was, I was against somebody in the front row, and our tight head was against somebody. G- generally happens, yeah. No, but it was, uh, so it was the other loose head. So I was at loose head, and it's the other loose head, and he goes, "Yep, yeah, I've spoken to Shawnee, and uh, I think this prick needs to needs to be smacked out." So uh, not sure if Shawnee's going to do that. So. You tired? I was like, I'm all right. He goes, I've been out because I've been injured. He's like, I'll give you 20 minutes. If you can smack him out, that'd be great. <laughs> that was it. That was it at half time. <laughs> it's a Bucks hit, Yeah, Bucks in. Smack him out 20 minutes. That'd be great. And I remember going on and just whack it, like whacking everyone I possibly could. Yellow card straight away. You know, yeah. they were like, right, keep you off, mate. You. I was like, whoa. Sir. Lost the game. Thanks, and then, but then we, we had, I got two yellow cards anyway. And then he was like, right, so if you get another yellow in those days, three yellows and you get a one week ban. And I'm playing against Wasps. And he was like, right, if you could. Um, do me a favour. If you get, what we need, we need you back for this game in three weeks, and we can't have that hovering over you. So he's like, "What we need you to do is go real hard at Lawrence today over the ball, and if you get a yellow, that's great because then your bands next week, and we're playing against Romania or something, whoever it was, Bucharest, and then you're back for the big game against Toulouse." I was like, "Yeah, cool." So Law was straight over the ball, and I was like, "Whack, whack, whack!" Lawrence a few times, yellow card, and it was like great. And then I just basically got a yellow card. Cost that they scored two tries while I was off. Not because of me, but because they just they're just bad luck. But it looked really bad on me. And then the next bit of discipline, and I got completely let off. And it was like so. I I basically the yellow one of my yellow cards was rescinded from a few weeks earlier. So it didn't work out either. I just looked stupid. Punched Lawrence. It had no no effect on Lawrence whatsoever. I looked but right you did mug. what you were told, and that's the sign of a good foot soldier, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's so, it. So well done, you. Yeah, that's it. Um, right, just a bit wary of time here because we could Should go on and on. Uh, no, no, no. I want coffee. coffee. All right, we'll uh, we'll. We'll catch you in have you, have you made do a call about the coffee, Shanks? Do do do. Yep. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right, boys, coffee's all right? Actually, it just can, despite it being instant coffee, that is actually quite nice. Yeah, it's good. Your Tom. cup was filthy as well, by the way. But I don't give a shit. Don't no, shit you don't care. Look um, at me. I'm, I'm going to tell you a little funny story. I remember when we used to uh, when I was living with Tom. Bought um, me a coffee machine for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it didn't ever work. Uh, it was yeah, crap, it, wasn't it? No, it was alright. It was a gaggier one, which is not bad make. Yeah. Um, well, to finish it, you, you, you did sort of uh, roof me, clothe me, love me, you know, all these things. Took you to the families for Christmas. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom. Pissed the bed that day in his auntie's house. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> 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 and you wet the bed at your auntie's house. And, 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 and I covered his hand. And the cupboard was a toilet. <laughs> and I'll be no lad. And she was I lovely. It was I Betty, wasn't it? Betty, yeah. Auntie Betty. She's absolutely lovely. And Tom, weed. Weed, weed, weed in the closet, and I put toothpaste on his hand. He came into he came into the kitchen in the morning, covered in toothpaste. <laughs> weed, weed in the cupboard. Merry Christmas, Tom. <laughs> forgot about the I forgot about the toothpaste. Uh, oh, anyway, boys. Anyway, all right. The news, the news out, the news out this week. Um, actually, yesterday. Today is Tuesday. Hello. Control yourself, David. Hello. Um, the new law passed by the Welsh Rugby Union, which means that you have to have 60 caps now if you want to be selected for Wales. Gatlin's law. And be playing outside Wales. Now, personally, I think it's a good idea. We'll come to you now, Rushy, and, and Flats in a bit. But personally, I think it's a good idea. Um, I, I think maybe 60 caps is a little bit too much. It's punchy, um, yeah. But I think there should also be exceptions for 10 years in, well, possibly 8 to 10 years playing in regional rugby. Uh, or 150 games for your region because that way you've done the hard yards in Wales. Now, I think it's a good idea. The reason why I think it's a good idea because the Pro 14 and the Welsh regions will just go downhill unless there's a league for them they to They already are. Well, they're not doing too bad. The Scarlets are, uh, are doing all right. The Ospreys have Ospreys are, are not doing all right, mate. this year. Yeah, they're not doing all right. When's they, the last time Welsh region won, won, won the league? The last year, Scarlets. Shit. Oh, they did too, sorry. Apart Before that. Apart from them. Um... It probably would have been the Ospreys a while ago mm. after that. But we don't dominate this this tournament, we, do we? Uh, we don't. Well, you're not a do, you're not a regular dominant force. Not in all the four regions dominate. No, it's got it's gone downhill. I, th- I think six, over the last caps sort of is less five is years. less brutal in Wales and some other countries. There are so few players. There are lots but you of might as well. You, well, if that's the case, then if if you're saying that you can play in Europe or wherever and still get picked, then I've said that. Yeah, I just said we don't really dominate now. You say, well, we're going to go downhill. I wouldn't say we're well. We're going to go downhill further. The, the, there'd be a joke of a region then. You know, we'd have no players there. All the, all the top players will be playing. My elsewhere. question is in. My question is in. Uh, when you've got a limited career, um, and and you can you you can offer hundreds of thousands more dollars to go and to, to to apply your trade somewhere else in Europe. Yeah. Which is an an hour's flight away from 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 Wales or or your international duties. Why are you not allowed to go and do that when you've only got ten years to be able to make this money and and support yourself for the rest of your life? But it's it's not about the individual; it's about the Welsh rugby as in general. 
It's not about just earning as much money okay, as you can for a Okay, per, okay. It's, so it's, it's in, about in, in, in terms of Welsh rugby then, you've got four regions. If you had 20 really... Oh, if you had 15 really good players playing outside, learning new ideas, learning new cultures, um, being coached by different coaches, bringing new ideas back into the in, in, into the Welsh environment, plus also freeing up 15 to 20 more spaces for young players to be playing in the uh, in, 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 in the local league... Doesn't yeah. that doesn't that actually oh, wow. doesn't that i I've I've always thought that the, the players going abroad thing is let, let's let's be frank it's often about money but so what because you, you're a pro that's your it's job all, yeah. but but also it it does it just has to make you a more rounded person, person. and player and remember when James Haskell went to he came to went to New Zealand he went to Japan and France New Zealand Japan so he would have earned a load of money but you cannot you're not telling me he was earning Paris money in New Zealand he wasn't he went to become a better player and he no, got I he got another 30 caps after he came I, back I don't you know? disagree that that makes players better you know to have a different environment and coaching stuff but but my point is that if if that if all the top players in Wales will yeah. soon move across the bridge or across the Europe then you're going to have no fans that are going to want to turn up to watch the games. You've got no fans. You've got no fans. Atten- I know attendances aren't great anyway, but attendances will go low. Honestly, I reckon the, the Welsh regions will just diminish. I it, think... You, I think pri- there has pri- to be something to keep these players in Wales, playing in Wales, which keeps supporters coming to see Wales, which keeps role models in Wales. So players no, coming through as well. Lose, you're not going to lose everybody. You're, you're not going to lose absolutely everybody. No, but you're going to lose quite a few. And already... But I, I think primary amongst the whether it's WIU or the region's ambitions, I've never quite liked the regional system. I used to like the club system, but what do I know? But I think because you get proper rivalry, proper attendances, people, proper pride and that sort of stuff and people don't want to leave their clubs and whatever. But I always think, you know, the primary amongst the WIUs or the region's ambitions should be incentivizing players to stay, not blocking them from leaving. That That's how I feel. I, and I it's easier said than done. And a lot of that, sometimes you will get outbid. That's the way it goes. But... Well, I, everyone's going to earn more money going somewhere else. That's, yeah, but that's, that's fine. But, but, that, but that's, that's no different from when we play. That's no different from when it, you're never worth as much at home. No one is. But I, I do think it, there, is, there is, I don't know if a lot of thought's been put into it or not, but it doesn't feel like there's been a lot, uh, there's been oh, much evidence shown that there's been a lot of thought put into incentivizing players to stay versus blocking them from leaving. And that's two well, different things. Yeah, it. It's a, for, for me, well, it, looks, it, it, it looks like someone's standing there with a big stick saying, you're not allowed to do this. Yeah. Do you know? And, you're and for me, I'm, by I'm, saying I'm, that you, I'm we're not re- a fan of rebels, Rushy. He's a conformist. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I'm, I'm pro-choice. The I mean, people should have the choice so, to live their life how they want to the live their life. Yeah, well, if, if that happened, then... You know, wave goodbye to these four oh, I suppose, I suppose they, they, in fact, the incentive they, is, they have got the choice. They just can't play for Wales anymore. The, yeah, that is the incentive. You know, that is the incentive to, to play so, for Wales. Yeah. Okay, well, what happens if you're, if you're yeah. part of the Blues, you're not enjoying the Blues culture, but you're a Blues boy and you don't really want to go play for another region in Wales because it would be kind of, you, you just you don't feel it, you know? I mean, you basically have to, you're stuck here having to play in a, in a team or a culture. You're not happy. You might not be happy with the coach. Yeah, and that, well, that's, that's a personal decision they'll have to take then. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's down to the individual now. If they want to go off and they want to um, earn money elsewhere, but they're not going to earn money because they they're going to have to make their name playing international rugby I, as well. I do agree that I do think that um, Welsh rugby needs as many as possible, of it, as many of its top players as possible to be playing here. That's why the region is so poor um, because most of the best talent, a lot of the, well, not all of it. But I, I don't think that is. I don't think talent. that is the only reason they're poor. I think that is part of the one of the reasons they're poor. I also think they're reasonably poorly managed and whatever. But I think that it, it is an interesting one. But now, what Reese Webb is the one, the Osprey Scumarf, who's in, who's 
uh, in blinding form, but he, he's he's at the centre of this debate because they've announced it about three minutes after he signed for Toulon on a load of dough to get a tank. Yeah. He, the, he's going to get a much bigger salary. And I heard he was doing 40 grand a year on Saint-Tropez fake tan. So he's going to save that. His savings everywhere. I saw yeah. him Sunday night. Huge, huge The bloke's savings. fucking bright orange. Yeah. I mean, he's unbelievable. He looks like Paul Tito, mate, from a distance. But he's, so he's, but he's going to, he's had this great deal. And then we'll talk about Liam Williams. Well, Liam Williams is all right because he signed it ages ago. But then is Reese Webb all right? saying he's going to miss out. Well, Liam Williams is at the Saracens now, isn't he? He's playing. Reese Webb is still playing the Ospreys. Yeah, but he'd already signed his contract. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's where the legal issues are going to come in. Whether Reese uh, Webb signed his contract before this law was put in place. So I think in the next sort of week or so, you're going to find out more about that. I'm, I'm, re- I'm reading on Twitter. You know, uh, he, Lauren Jenkins, BBC Wells, who we've worked with a bit. She's actually she's actually said, I'm not not sure. I haven't checked it in the last half an hour, but she's actually said Reese Webb has been assured that he's okay. You know, so. If you sign the deal before the law comes out, that ain't his fault. And the double O, you're going to know Reese Webb's coming out of contract. So you'd like to think they have that conversation with him to say, look, we're potentially looking at changing the law. Yeah, but Tommy Boy, how how often are clubs and unions absolutely yeah. shambolic at That's, knowing like, when players are out of contract? 90% of, of the time. 90%, of, 90% of the, the time. The useless. You'd like to think that. Um, yeah. but I, I used to think, I remember once being with an agent, a mate of mine who was an agent, not my agent, and he had this, he goes, oh, I'll show you now. And he had on his, I remember it was like, a, it was like a really old iPhone, but it was one of the first ones. And he's like, look at this. He showed me this shitty little document. And it was just a document that basically had like 100, and f- 100 pro players, I think 150 pro players everywhere. And it was just like club, duration of contract, when it ends. Club, duration of contract, when it ends. I was, if you've got it and you're a pisshead who's drinking on a Wednesday night with me, why haven't the clubs got it? And why aren't they calling these people? It had mobile numbers on it. It was bizarre. And like the clubs don't ring anyone. So it would, it's absolutely not beyond the realms that they've completely ballsed it up and not told Reese Webb about it. I mean, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Well, look, I, I, think it's, I think it will strengthen the regions and I think it will be good for Welsh rugby. And I, I'm, more, I'm more worried about what's good for the player. Yeah, I know. But I, I think, I, I think people running the game and growing the game are not... They're worried about player safety and they want the players to prosper. But I, I think they can't be worried about the on-individual. Whereas, as we're not part of that system, we're kind of we still regard ourselves kind of as players, even though we're not. It's like the lads have got to sort themselves out. And I think, and that, that's how I kind of feel See, about Russia, it. My, my point is someone like George North, they have right, a choice. Who, who came up through the, the Scarlet's Academy and money was invested in him to, to get him up to that level, to get into the player he was, um, for only for him to leave when he's made a good name for himself to Northampton, where Welsh rugby does not see any benefit yeah, from that whatsoever. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's up and running. He's... You know, th- there's now a, an opportunity for another young kid to come up behind him and, and start getting games. He's up there in a, in a different league, improving his his craft. He's he, he's still available for Wales. There's, there's an opportunity there for for another youngster to come I, I, through. I know what you're saying. And now, and now you've got mm. two players coming through. I know what you're saying. Like it's it's allowing another young player you, to come through, but not. You've not only got four regions. Come through for, for every year. My, my my point of view is I don't I don't think it's going to make a massive difference to the to, to the Welsh to. to to, to the regions or the Welsh Rugby Union and in fact I think it could actually benefit the, uh, the, 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 the union by having players playing abroad bringing back new ideas mixing with, with other players learning different things that they, that they, that they wouldn't yeah. learn no look I, I, I 100% so, see your point so I, well. I, 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 I don't think that it that it necessarily will weaken the, 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 the union or, or, and, and, and the regions well it just means they, they, they get the opportunity to um to have more, to have newer players, youngsters coming through. Yeah, it's funny. I remember when Stefan Armitage got abused for going to France, and it was like, well, England have based. I mean, I was in meetings with him when they basically we were sat down and said, "Lads, you're on this tour because there's no one else. You're shit. 
I mean, they said it to me and Steph, your shit, flats, and Steph, your shit as well. Can you try and be less shit? I was in those meetings. They told us. So it was like, at least we knew where we stood. They yeah. literally don't want us here. But Steph was like, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go and live in the sun. I'm going to do and do this. I'm going to leave London Irish. He got hammered for it. And then, I know you're not a rugby pig like we are these days. You've got other stuff on Russia. We'll talk about that in a minute. But Jamie Gibson comes through, who is probably realistic. He's one, he's one of the most valuable players in the premiership now, back rower. You never see this guy unless Steph leaves. Now, it's different. If everyone leaves, that's fine. But it's there. It's the it's the WRU's job and the region's job to find ways to keep them, to find money, whether it's through sponsorship or one rich, you know, one rich woman or man's yeah. pocket, whatever it is. It's their job to make them stay. And I, I've always I've always maintained that if you want players, basically, if you all they need to draw up is a document that says, right, this is WRU. This is exactly when we require our players. So whoever's the Welsh boss says, right, if George North, if a player leaves, Reese Webb, George North, whoever, Liam Williams. We want them on these dates, yeah. all these dates. Yeah. And this is the deal. If your French club sign this, you are allowed to come back and play. Yeah. If you are not released for three minutes of our, the fucking time we want over the course of a year, you are gone. It is now your choice. You yeah, know, but so the, the English Premiership don't sign that, do they? So for the fourth game we've got in um, the Millennium Stadium, the, the guys who play in the Aviva can't play. Yeah, but all, all I'm saying is Wales need as much access as they... Uh, if, if, they, if they can guarantee total access that all the access they, they want get that in France if George North was playing at Cardiff Blues here and the WRU could full access him they want full, full release, release. Yeah. so they get all the access they would get from George North were he playing or Lee Halfpenny whatever were he playing at Blues right? they get all the access then for me I think what's the issue and you're saying that George North been brought up through the Welsh system a lot invested in him and what do they get out of him now I'd argue a shitload because he plays every game for Wales and he's a massive name and zillion times more people watch national games than provincial yeah, games. Yeah, but it's not, we're not talking about Wales. Wales, the, the national team isn't the issue. It's yeah, below okay. that. That's, that's the problem we've got. And, and the incentive is is to play for Wales. That's that's what they're hoping for is yeah, that the players will choose to play for Wales over financial reward. Yeah, uh, but but you, 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 have to, you have to moderate, you have to make sure, and this is where respectfully a lot of observers and supporters and stuff might not understand this or appreciate this view but just playing for wales is not going to be enough for a good percentage of pros because they're thinking i you know i remember dave wilson the, the he's an england prop played 40 odd times for england played new geordie guy played for new newcastle played for bath with me for a few years and i remember him saying to me mate when i he never spent a quid tightest bloke in the world and he said mate when i retire i'm back on minimum wage mate and I mean, cause I'm, I'm not, I'll be back on seven ninety five an hour. He used to say to me, so I'm don't, so I save all my money. And these lads are thinking, yes, I want to play for Wales. Yes, I want the honour. But there are shit loads of people who've played loads of games for Wales now, and like every other country. And it's like five years from now, I'm done. I'm an, I've got a fat knee and I'm done, which is fine, like everyone else. But I need something more to show for it than a bit of honour that I share with thousands of other people. Well, you know, yeah, the issue need money. Yeah, they are, but the only way you're going to make your name for yourself is by playing for your country. So these youngsters coming through now, yeah, um, you know, that's your shop window playing international yeah. rugby. You're not signing people just by on their form for their their club. You know, you have to. They're going to want to see what you like. Yeah, um, it's also going to come a point where they say Toby Falatau resigns at Bath because he loves it there and they love him and they give him shed loads of dough because he's brilliant. There's going to come a point where they're going to have to say. Oh, we're playing England, and we're not gonna we're not be able to pick two of our best players. Or George North banging form, uh, can't pick him. So we won't know about this law no. until then. They might find a way around that. Just just on on this now, we, you're talking injuries there. There seems to be way more injuries in today's game than there, so there was sort of ten years ago. And do you think that's because the game's more physical? Um, well, it is more physical, but due to these new tackle laws, or could it? 
it's probably a mixture of that, but also that because it is super professional now, these guys are getting paid a lot of money. Players don't tend to play unless they're like 95 to 100% fit. Because gone are the days where they're playing like when they're 80% fit. Because you pick up a bang. But you're still you're still seeing lads running out held together with tape. Yeah, you are. Now, you are. But you're, also, but you're seeing a lot more injuries. And it, but is that down to the fact that Rubby is uber professional now and again, the boys are getting paid a lot more and they're worried about these contracts because... You know, there's obviously laws in your contract um, to say that, you know, if yeah, you're 26 weeks injury or 14 <laughs> week injury, the club can release you. Yeah, scary that. Yeah. That used to terrify me, that six month rule. Mm. Yeah, that, that used to terrify me as horrendous. well. Yeah, it yeah, was a horrendous little little law. But do you, do you reckon yeah. boys now are just making sure? No, I, I, do you know what? I, the truth is, we don't know, so we're no. going to speculate for a bit. That's, that's what we're doing. But I think it's a boring subject, Tom. Okay. <laughs> to be, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to chuck it out there. We've got okay, so many things fine. to talk what about. We've got that's so fine. many things to talk about, and and that and that just didn't interest me at all. Going is, down that, going down that avenue, yeah. the injury avenue. The truth okay, is mate. that you've crossed that one off your list. Yeah. Put down now to experience. There are a lot of players in injured, but uh, that's the last time I take a question from R. Howley. Ah, uh, howly nine. Uh, <laughs> hey, Rushy, have you seen what um, Sean O'Brien, the Irish back rower, said about the Lions tour and Rob Howley and all that stuff? Have you, have you been underground or have you seen any of that? I, um, yeah, I, 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 I did see his comments. Um, you know, I, I, I did question the, the, the test team before the, uh, before the first test. I was, did you? I, I was, I was surprised Atoje wasn't starting in that in, in, in the first test. I, I couldn't. I couldn't I couldn't work that out to be to, to be completely honest. Yeah. He's he's uh he, he he's just a powerhouse in that in, in, in that type five. It was uh, was Alan it Henderson? And George Cruz. Oh, George Cruz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom's brother. Yeah. And, and 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 they were poor. And I told you is well in my mind, he's he's one of the top five forwards in the world at the moment. Yeah, I told you, I I, just, I, I yeah. can't I can't yeah. speak highly. He's a world fifteen player, isn't he? He's like a world fifteen right now. He yeah. he is a world fifteen player. And how you could leave him out of your first Lions test, mm. and and he must have been dejected. He'd yeah. be he'd been on fire. You know, yeah. he, he 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 was a golden boy of English rugby at the time. Oh, wasn't he? he still is. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I I would have been if I was in his shoes, I would have been well annoyed. I mean, he came back and and, and played pretty. Pretty well, obviously the, the the second and third test, but he should have one hundred percent started. Um, it's it, it's hard to know. Um, in terms of when you're not in the environment, it's hard to know whether Gatlin Howley or or, or, or whatever. Uh, at the end of the day, that they, they went down there, they they they, they performed uh, bloody well. Um, I, I thought the whole series was it's the best test series I've seen down under in, yeah. in, my, in my lifetime. The biggest thing was, was I it? Think, was the, it? Yeah, it, in, in my lifetime, it was the best test series. Um, even though it finished with a draw, and people think that that was a bit, um, a bit of a, a, a bit of a deflating ending for for my for my eyes, the All Blacks didn't play well enough to win it. They made too many mistakes, mm. and 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 the uh, the Lions didn't put the All Blacks under enough pressure to to deserve to win it. So for, for mm. in my eyes, I so thought they could have scored in the opening uh, minutes of that third mm. test, dropped the ball, didn't he? Yeah, but, but he never, he never. No, he didn't. He didn't. You're right there, Dave. Um, you obviously speak to a lot of people in in New Zealand. You know, were they were they worried at all that the Lions were going to do them in the third test? You know, was there because you're obviously super confident because you're the All Blacks and you know you're on your home territory. I think with five minutes to go, I think everyone was worried in, in New Zealand. I think before the third, third test, test though. before the third test, I I thought we were going to turn up and and put you guys away by fifteen twenty. And in fairness, yeah, we're, we're a whisker away of doing that, but we didn't because yeah. you, you because you put us under pressure. You uh, your your line speed was good. It it. it it forced it forced us to make decisions that little split uh, 
second quicker and we didn't make the right decisions yeah. and and you were able to, to 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 put us under some some decent pressure um so uh, i tell you i bet you we should found this mckenzie or mckenzie was playing he's before awesome the, isn't he, before yeah. the isn't, he isn't he wonderful Not he, a reminds me of a, he reminds me of a, a young christian cullen yeah 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 so good on his feet oh so agile yeah. oh. but like he's not a big bloke but he puts it about a bit you know he goes another for one it. yeah he's got another one yeah it's not fair i know but there's there's a whole argument we've had this conversation before but it's a whole argument actually that the basically the because they're just hardly in, in relative terms there's hardly anyone in new zealand you're actually more likely to produce good players because you've got no chance but to develop what you've got from a young age Coaches develop because they've got no chance, but they don't just swap players; they just coach, it's, coach, it's, coach. It's 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 our it's our schoolboy rugby, which is so 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 yeah. strong. Our, our, like in, in Auckland, for for instance, there's probably fifteen first fifteens there, which which um uh, which have all got professional coaches. These guys turn up at six uh, five five thirty a.m. in the morning. Go do go do their training before school mm. starts. They go running. They they'll, they'll they'll be training four four mornings a week, four afternoons a week, just for their first fifteen. They just fully yeah. yeah. And this and this is at school, like and this there'd be there'd be fifteen of those just in Auckland. Is it like is it like yeah. America? You know where like all the it um, is. It's becoming that way. No, but all like the all the rugby players in the first team get all the girls and stuff like that. Well, my, yeah. mine was an all boys school, so um, yeah, it was a bit. Didn't oh, quite we can't talk about those did, times. No, we, we 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 won't mention what happened there. It shaped yeah. you, and we, and we had brothers and stuff in our it school. Formed as well. you into the man you are now. <laughs> yeah, it's never happened at my school. <laughs> never happened at my school. My mum always used to say, "I bet you have girls beating down your door, don't you?" Nope. <laughs> Professional rugby player, shape of your life. Nope. <laughs> Found one good one, married her quick. Yeah, married her quick. Yeah. No, I kept che- checking the door. To be fair. I did have a stick, never had to use it. <laughs> anyway, Rush, how rude of us. It's nearly 50 minutes into this and we've not even asked what you're doing now. Yeah, what oh, you oh, come on, let's go on you've to my favourite. Let's got go on to with actual notes in it. Let's go on to my favourite subject. Hair? <laughs> oh, yes. Nah. No. Not, not yet, not yet. No. I um, Basically, Tom, when, when I left school, I was I did a building apprenticeship um, uh, and all through my career, I was buying properties and, and doing them up. And I, I r- Rugby, in fairness, I love playing, but... You know, come come sort of two o'clock in the afternoon, we'd knocked off. I'd I'd, I'd go home, I'd get on the tools, and I'd start I'd start yeah. um, doing up doing up the properties which I'd which which I'd brought, um, and that's kind of progressed as as I've left rugby. Of of um, now sort of I I've, I managed to save enough money to be able to buy buy um, uh, developments now. So I'm 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 pretty busy now. I pretty much I specialize in buying older buildings either listed buildings mm-hmm. and converting them into um in, into residential um unique living spaces really okay okay so you, where where are you doing that in Cardiff and and yeah mainly in in, in Cardiff Abergavenny we've just bought a church up in Abergavenny the the, the Val uh church up oh, there so right. we're, we're about to convert that into six like you know it six no, six I know beautiful yeah, I they're going to be six stunning apartments up up there when are they ready when are they ready um, they'll be ready middle of next year you guys right, come up ready, and, guys. and you guys can pennies, come yeah. up there and do a do a little plug up there Start saving I, know, I know you have to leave soon but we are, we have got a few questions Windsor Road Wind, Windsor Road on um, pa- Panath. Panath have Which you seen now the second one, one? The, okay. the ugly the ugly approach into into Panath we're going to 
We're going to knock that building down and we're going to put some... It won't be ugly for much longer, will it, We, we are oh. going to put some beautiful apartments up there. So right. you're, you're a property developer. Do you wear shiny shoes now and chew gum and... No, I'm like Steve I'm like Steve Jobs is my hero. I, I, I don't own a collared shirt. I'm going to have to rent one for the do on the 25th, Tom. Um, I wear I wear like sneakers, jeans, and black t-shirts. I'm exactly yeah, yeah. the same. But you're, like, you're like us. You mate. look like Steve. No, you don't actually. You've had the shit kicked out of him for 20 years. You've got the chest to wear V-necks like us, so you're fine. <laughs> Are you still working out a bit? I, uh, do you know what This is going to sound ridiculous. Yesterday morning, 4.30 in the morning. Um, I, I, I get up at 4.30 in the morning. I, um, oh, I just always have. And so I jumped in my truck at 4.30. I went to the bottom of um, the custom house, El Puerto, and I ran up that hill 15 times, came home, had four boiled eggs, and then went to the gym for an hour and did boxing because I just, because I, I love exercise. If there's two yeah. things I've got to have in my life, it's one is, one is exercise and one is good food. Good, healthy food. They're, they're, yeah. they're my two musts, which I can't compromise. Otherwise, I get like Tom, I get a bit bipolar. Yours, is, yeah. yours right. is your mum, isn't it? You need, you always need <laughs> I need me mum. I need me mum and me dog. I'm like, then I'm all right. Then right, I'm all right. Rashi, we've got a question here from Andy John on, on Twitter. Get Andy. Um, will he ever share, it's obviously at you, will he ever share that first date video? Um, we talked about it last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. The date with Shank stitched you up. Oh, God. Oh, mate. Oh, God. That was like, funny. I've, that seen, was, I've seen the video. That can't... was hysterical. Are we ever allowed to show it? No, we can't. Unless there's money donated for charity. Okay. Oh, hello. Unless there's are. money donated for charity. Shanks will donate. Don't take the piss. Donate five grand. And show, won't you, mate? And then we'll show the video. Won't um, we? Quickly rushes. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, do you say? Um, Stuart Brown on Twitter wants to know what happened... Um, to stop you going to Ulster. Um, oh yeah, I remember that. Um, basically, a, a, a better offer. So, um, you had a phenomenal season um, with the Blues, and you'd sign for Ulster. Hadn't yes, you? And it was the Amlin. You won the Amlin. Yes, and you'd go to Ulster, and and I I I, I I I I went and played um, uh, golf with uh, with Peter Thomas, and we were going down the first at Royal Porth Call. And and Pete probably didn't make his best offer at the time, hence why I signed to go with um with Ulster in the first in the the, the, the first time. So we walked down the first, and Pete said, "Zav," he said, "Zav, listen here, Zav, uh, listen, is there is there any way that um you think we could maybe uh you 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 wouldn't have to go?" I said, "Pete, I said it'll be it'll be a legal nightmare." I said, "I just don't think it's any worth it." Anyway, we went up to Wasps. Then we played up at Wasps, and we give them a we give them a toweling on their on, on their home ground. It was a it was, it was like a twenty two carries that day. Didn't you? I, I featured heavily. Yeah, um, <laughs> I featured heavily with the ball in hand. <laughs> All picking goes, mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a wet, no rocks. and no tackles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, so we we played that game and. And, and we won it. So obviously I was doing what I did best. I was enjoying myself. Um, I'd had about six to ten beers on the back of the bus. And I thought, right, this is just the time to go and negotiate this new contract. So I walked down the front of the bus with Di. I said, Di, if you could do this, 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 and this, I'm ten beers in at this point, um, then I'll stay. He rang me Monday morning, done. So uh, that, that, that that was the end. Of it. I, I jumped on a plane then, went and saw the, because the people in Ulster were, were absolutely lovely people and they were bloody hospitable. And I, and I, I, I felt bad for going back on my word, so I flew to Ulster and uh, went and saw them, and told them that it, it, it no longer seemed like a, a good decision, and I, and I was no longer coming, but I did it face to face at, at yeah. least, and um, it was horrible, it was dreadful, but it was it, it had to be done. Um, Andrew Murphy said, do you ever get revenge for the date prank? Mm, not yet. Still time. Um, Paul Williams. 
Um, the Paul Williams, best Paul dressed Williams. man in Cardiff. He's very well dressed Wales man, actually. Slash yeah. world. Wants to know, what do you think about the clampdown on carrying the forearm when it's held up high? It used to be more acceptable in part of the game. Well, so carrying the ball in and sticking your forearm in someone's yeah. face, bit of a speciality of yours. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I yeah. really yeah. loved it. Yeah. It was a, well. That's because you got forearms. Like, that's why I asked you if you still exercise a lot, because you got forearms like slabs of meat. <laughs> Yeah. Know, what one big on the other? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can see why they do want it out, out, outlawed. That's for sure. <clears throat> yeah, um, it's pretty dangerous. Get it in the old throat. Rugery got done with yeah. that. Phil Greening put a forearm up and elbowed him in the throat when he was carrying. Yeah. And Rugery ended up. He's got. He's changed his voice for life. But he ended up in having throat surgery and all yeah, sorts. Really? I think he sued Phil Greening from memory. Um, that's alleged. Oh, but geez. Yeah, really bad. Really yeah, bad. Well, so it's, it, it is. It is dangerous. It is dangerous. Yeah, I remember I, I tackled, tried to tackle. Uh, I think it was uh, Big Chrissy, uh, Chris Halafia, the oh ball, gosh, I mean, mach- absolute machine of a yeah. Irish. Yeah, and I went to tackle him once, and he stuck a forearm up and smashed my eye socket, and you know, real bad. And he, yeah. he wasn't being dirty, but you're allowed to do it. And yeah. his forearm, unfortunately, uh, was do, more do, powerful do, than a shotgun. Do, do you know? There's. A, <sighs> we've got to be careful on rugby. I, I I got a question the other day from from someone about how they now they want to. Ban tackling in schools. Yeah, and I'm like, well, as soon as you ban tackling in schools, where where where, where do we go next? It's never going to happen. It's never you happen. know, um, they won't do it. Ban scrummaging. Well, it's just to me, rugby is a physical game. You have a decision as a as a mother or father or as a young man whether you want to play this game or woman or woman. Yeah, sorry, actually, I had a sister who played fifty tests for the Black Ferns or yeah. woman. So um, so you you have a decision to make. It's it's your head on 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 those shoulders. It's your body. Mm. So if you're going to turn up or it's your parents putting you in that position, um, you know it's 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 a, it's a tough game. Yeah, it's a tough game. And, and but that that that's what makes you as well because it is a tough game. Mm. I've got a question from Andrew Nicholson. You know, weird Andrew, don't you? Yes. Um, just sold his business. Well done, mate. Well, well done, mate. Andrew. Oh, he quids in, is he? Yes. Oh, well Flush. 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 Let's get to know him. I'd like to know yes. him. He sounds like a great guy. Um, just bought a new car. He's a character. What car's he bought? Um, he's bought a Q5. <sighs> Can we get back to me for a minute, Tom? Yeah, sure. Did the sale, um, did the sale not go as well as planned? Anyway, yeah. Yeah, just two litre diesel. No, yes. Um, electric blue. <laughs> Didn't even, even upgrade the alloys. Um, All right, crack on. I've got. He says Tom Shang has some great stories about Zav when they live together. What's your best story on me? Don't really have one. Um, there was one night. No, <laughs> no I can't, I can't, I can't tell you. Can I talk about that night, Tom? No, no, I can't. Uh, well, oh God, yeah, took the belt off my neck. Got changed, bro. bro. <laughs> I can't mention it like snooker ball in his mouth. Actually, there was there were there were a couple of funny ones. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember the exercise ban I had when I was no. when I was my when mom, I was my mum listens to the podcast. So be can, you remember, oh, well, can, you, um, can you remember the exercise band? No, mate. We, we were, all right. Actually, no, your mum knows what you like, mate. <laughs> no, we can't. Um, we can't mention it. Tom will probably be locked up. Dude. Who's got the bigger head? Who's got the bigger head? You or Jamie Roberts? Jamie Roberts. Got yeah, it has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a few actually about this YouTube clip, which we'll post later. Um, about oh, the Courtney y- Laws hit. No, well, yeah. Did Courtney Laws ever find his head? Johnny X wants to know. Remember that. Remember that, remember that yeah. hit on Courtney Laws. Co- co- we and, and, a of in fairness, in Holy fairness, shit, Cor- 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 Courtney's back leg was on the ground when I made contact. You look at the clip. His back leg, his back knee, yeah. is on the ground before I make contact. Have a look at it. I know it looks like a high tackle, but he was falling into it. Yeah. Thank God he did. Falling back. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Thank um, God he did. Rob yeah, Diamond. seriously. That was a hell of a yeah. hit. Do you well, look back on that and think it wasn't really my fault? I'll look back. I, 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 I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. I was walking around Cardiff the day before. It was snowing. And um, 
I, I had a neck injury and I had to make a call early in the week whether I was going to play or not. I said, yeah, I'll play. But I couldn't I couldn't move my neck. I I, I, I was it was Friday when the game was Saturday or it was Sunday and the game it was Saturday and the game was Sunday. It was the day before the game, I think is what I'm trying to say. And I I could not move my neck. I was in agony and basically I got to the ground the day of the game. I smacked that many um uh, um painkillers into myself and injections that I actually felt pretty good. But I can remember feeling high. I was absolutely Really I was out of it. Really? I was zonked. I was completely zonked. And, um, I've never heard of that before in yeah, the field. Yeah, and so I, 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 I remember. What would you take? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. extra. Doctor, Her- Doctor Heron, we called him. Yeah. What a guy! Um, yeah. Exactly. Is anyway, we got the poppies. In the I, 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 I remember thinking. I remember thinking. I remember thinking. Twenty-five, twenty-five, or like thirty-five minutes of this game has just floated past me. I better Jeez. go. And, I better go and get myself into the game. I remember, I remember thinking. I better go and get myself into the game, and I and I and I, I went and made the tackle, got sent off, and that was and that was all she wrote. Yeah, uh, yeah. good tackle. Well, very highly illegal. Great. Uh, <laughs> Rob Diamond on Twitter. He's got Ned Stark as a photo. Um, must be a Game of Thrones fan. Oh, um, I, love, I, I, I love Game of Thrones. Oh, I love boys. it. Don't yeah. we love Game love of Thrones, Thrones mate? I we love, love Game of You're Thrones. You're like a stretched version of Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> you know, we've all we've 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 all got we've all got people that that would like to be. And you, who, Shanks, who would be who? Shanks, you're like the you're like the dad of Lannister, the the one he killed on the oh, toilet. No, I want to be the Whisperer. Oh, the Whisperer. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. The one who had his bits cut off. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, not not Littlefinger. Yeah, Littlefinger. No, not Littlefinger. No, no, you're not Littlefinger. You're the the bald guy that's who had finger, his bits it? cut off. No, Littlefinger's. No, Littlefinger's the the one who's always conspiring with. Uh, he's always conspiring. There's two. There's two. There's a sparrow. Which one's a sparrow? Oh, the finger. sparrow. The sparrow. You're the sparrow. sparrow yeah. Which one's a sparrow? Which one's that? There's a bald one. The bald guy. Bald one. That's the sparrow. And the guy who's just been killed now by the two That's sisters. Right. Little finger's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killed, and you're the sparrow. You're the sparrow. Yeah. You, you, you could be the sparrow. <laughs> Wherever you grow your hair, you could be Sam. Which one's Sam? Is it Sam? You know the guy who's. Um, the oh yeah, the, 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 the pastor. The pastor. He was. <laughs> <laughs> You mean, you mean yeah. the mountain, yeah? Yeah, but he's he's gonna, he's going to save everyone, isn't he? Right, yeah, yeah. he's going to save last everyone. Before, Russia's yeah. going to have to shoot off now. Rob Diamond on on Twitter uh, wants to know: Is this your career highlight? Um, we'll post it later. This is a YouTube clip I took of Rushy. Um, basically, we're at a barbecue. Robin Soto Taylor's mate. Um, Robin Soto Taylor used to play seven for the Blues. Yeah, um, always had his hands on the wrong way round. Yeah, um, his mate Shriveler. Wanted to shriveler. Shriveler basically said all day, it was like, "I can tackle you, I can tackle you, I can tackle you," and eventually I was like, "No, no, 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 no." And as the alcohol level rose and the excitement rose, my 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 want to run at him rose, and yeah. then you didn't even run hard. You went. You went I walked into him. him. I walked into him twice. We'll we'll post it later so you can. Have, I haven't seen that. I've never heard of that. Um, I walked here, into him twice. Here's one here. Last one now. I swear it's the last one. Ricky Jones, maybe not. Um, on Twitter wants to know why didn't he take a kick. And that's referring to... I, I, I was a pussy. <laughs> oh, that's the, the nugget thing where Jordan Crane said shush. Yeah, but yeah. he wasn't actually saying shush. It he was wasn't. actually a tri-celebration. Yeah, that. he wasn't saying... Yeah, but he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't actually... And, and, and fairness, I, 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 I was crapping myself. I was, I was... I think Andy Powell would have gone next. I, I did not want to take a kick. Oh, I, really? Do, do you know, I... I feel him, wasn't it? I tell, I tell you something. I, um, I, I, I had two drop kicks the, 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 day, the day before the game. Always sort of finish training off all the captain's run. Of course you do. Have a couple of little cracks. Out. I I hit these two things, these these, these two drop kicks, and 
I don't think they even got uh, got vertical. They basically went horizontal, three three millimeters off the grass from out in front. Yeah. And that and that and that's what I was taking into that kickoff. And I thought, oh, no, no thanks, no um, thank you. Thomas Buckle on Twitter was also uh, asking about the Ulster move, which we've obviously gone through. You just said it was the last one a minute ago. Yeah, no, that's it. That's questions over, mate. You can anymore. Um, give us one last one. Let's give it the official. You wait Come on, this. give us a big one, Tom. Give us a big one. Wait for this one. Flats, you, do you want to actually no, ask any questions? No, no. I want you to do it. Give us a big one, Tom. Well, when I say we had loads of questions, I didn't... Um, Here we right, go. Garth, we saw win. Um, this heads is it. Up, heads up. Come on, Garth. C coverage. Come on, Garth. Doc, they call him. Yeah. Loves a beard, even though beards went out with Pete Sutcliffe. Um, Arms Park on a Saturday or the Philharmonic on a Thursday? Oh shit, that's a tough question. That's a tough question. I used to love the Philly. Yeah. I used to absolutely it used to be love philharmonic it. Philharmonic. It'd be Philomedic. <laughs> it was the Medics Night. Oh, was it? On a Thursday. Yeah, I didn't call it that, but people did. It was, yeah. uh, you know, that's a, it's a tough, it, that's a tough call. Yeah. I'd, 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 I'd have to, I'd have to go with the Philly probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to be honest. At least no, honest. no. I, I, um, I, I I absolutely loved playing on the Arms Park when it was when I, especially around Christmas time. It, it was a nice nostalgia ar- around the park. You know, sometimes there'd be a little bit of light snow falling. The the Welsh songs would 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 be in yeah. full force. Yeah. You know, I'd take a kick off and you just you it would just it would just it was it was just buzzing. It was yeah. buzzing. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Oh, great days. Rush, we will say goodbye to you now. Jim, it's been a pleasure this morning. Yeah. Thank great to you. mate. Lovely to great. meet you. Enjoyed that. Lovely to meet you as well. You've been our best guest. Have I? We this week. to all of them. <laughs> but Wank, cheers, Rush. Wankers. Well wankers. Ta-ra. Cheers, guys. Cheers, mate. Rush, Take care, boys. Love you, you go. Mate. Have a good one. You go. I'm having a haircut today. Haircut. Are you? I'm taking this lady fucking two hours to we're still, we're still, uh, We're still recording, <laughs> mate. We're still going to carry on. What's that? We're still going to Rush is just telling us having a haircut. Lovely lady flowers. You're uh, taking her flowers. We've just, just done a property deal, and um, she's just she's just a, she's a little gym. She is. I I thought jo- jokes aside, I thought you might have had the old hair transplant done because your hair. Ha- I have, yeah. Have oh yeah. We're, we're, we're bringing KSL to Cardiff. I've just bought. A, this is the property I've just brought. Yeah. So we're going to be setting up the clinic there. So um, we you you set up the K. This is the stuff you want to be adding on the podcast, mate. Yeah. Well, well, well I, I don't want to add it till we're ready to hit it. Oh, okay. We're, fine. We're, 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 we're three or four months away from from, okay. from that point. Watch this so, space. Yeah, watch this space. Watch this, watch this okay. space. Okay. All right. Take Good luck. Cheers, Rushy. Well done. Lovely, mate. I don't, I don't know why I do this, but I do this with all my pants. I always pull them up. If you got the calves, show them off. You look I like Jay Z pulling I your jean re- jean trousers up there. Tara. Cheers, mate. <sighs> One of them, and he just can't I'm, leave. <laughs> I'm exhausted now. It's like Elton John. You know, the older he gets, the more hair he's got. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here wondering, is because he's quite physical with his hair, like he. I wondered if he was flirting because he rubs his hands through his hair a lot, doesn't he? I wasn't sure whether we should have mentioned it because he's actually quite a big bloke. He's a unit um, still. He looks really fit. Yeah, I think we covered a lot, a lot of the questions. Pete Leckie, um, Bubs, you know Bubs. Yeah. Won't make 50, you reckon? Is he, is he already 40? Is he past 40? Yeah, he's 44. I can't believe he made 40, to be honest. Um, he was asking about 60 caps of Wales. Is that too many? Yeah, it is a little bit. Should there be a transition policy for deals? Sign pre-ruling. Yes. I'll tell you what. Pete, let's bore off, mate. that. Bore off, Pete. Um, tell you what, Shanko. After this, we are going to... Um, Whiz through. No, we're going, we're going to a restaurant. We're going to a restaurant. We've we got to touch on the results Oh, quickly. come on. We don't have to. We don't have to. Quickly. 
right, this is going to be really difficult for you because we've got to really do this quickly. Okay. I'm not good at quick. Where were you at the weekend? I was in a studio with Manu Tuolangi for Racing. I was in a London studio for Racing 92 against Leicester. Yep. Quite a good game. <clears throat> at a, Nakawara. At a really, oh my God, Leonie Nakawara. Ne- never seen offloader like it. <clears throat> He's better than Sonny Bill. He's better offloader than Sonny Bill. I had a really, really good time with Manu, actually. The game, everyone knows about the game. The game is interesting. But I had a really good time with Manu. He is a, he is a, he's a man. He's a very, very big man. But at the same time, he's a lovely boy, if yeah. you know what I mean. Real, real nice guy. Super chill. He's a boy inside a man. He's always smiling. He's huge. He's just really, really nice. One of those guys you think, in his position, he got given this massive contract, got injured, came back injured, came back injured. But he's the sort of guy that if you're running a club, you could see exactly why, apart from the fact he's a physical beast, you'd want him around because he's just good times. He'd have to be fairly mentally tough with all the injuries he's yeah. had as well. and he's just, he's just such a uh, So, yeah, it was a good, good game. Um, Rassin yeah. won. Yeah, good game. Um, good game. And then I was, uh, I was at Ospreys against Claremont on Sunday night. Well, I was, a, I was a little bit worried that Claremont were just going to pull away in that first half. But fair dues to the Ospreys. They came yeah. back and they made a game of it. Yeah, I st- still to this to this day, which is only two days later, I still can't quite work out how because Claremont were nowhere near their best. They're really good for a while. They've got Retty Wacker uh, on the wing who is absolute jokes. Um, who carried Keelan Giles mate. 15 metres. He's jokes. He's just absolutely freaky. Um, but they look really good for a while but ultimately Claremont were just tackling. Um, but Ospreys did eventually create a couple of bits and they when they created something they finished it but yeah, they, they did in attack they had almost 70 odd percent possession and they looked and they haven't they haven't been playing their best rugby at the moment the Osprey so they'll have to take as many positives as you can with a loss out of that they really um, they really didn't look good I did really hand, enjoy the, the Toulon Scarlets game yeah it was amazing that. it was yeah. um, Scarlets against Bath this Friday night I'm going to that as well that is going to be a good game and it just started badly for the Scarlets you know intercept pass straight mm. away um, yeah, that's gone ideal. Takes it, goes under the post, drop ball, front of the line out, still tries to throw a long pass. Yeah. Gone. Savage de Mer. Half penny missed a couple of kicks. Doesn't or often scored happen. Scored a try, mind. He did hit the line, try. Hit the line and scored it. Doesn't often happen, but he had a kick on 60 odd metres and he, he'd normally get those types of kicks. He missed one yeah. in the first half, one in the second half. Yeah. Um, but good game. You can see why the Scarlets are, are running the, the Welsh rugby yeah. at the moment, regionally. Yeah, they play yeah. some great stuff. They play they? some great stuff. They yeah. attack from everywhere. Bath will have to on their metal Friday night, or that'll be a tough old game. That any they, other any other games really stand out for you? Um, I enjoyed Exeter against uh, Glasgow the other night because that's two yeah. proper teams of a proper go. And I thought actually thought it was quite a bitty game, but do you know what I like very, about, best about that game? What? Just listen to Rob Baxter after. Me too. Weirdly, I, we haven't spoken about this. No. Weirdly, I sat and listened to that and. Um, I meant to text Sarah Elgin, but never did. That's the best DOR interview post-match I've seen in ages. Yep. Honestly, I thought it was just brilliant. Really so good. open, wasn't he? Make sure, you, yeah, really open, but speaks really basically. Yeah. About it, uh, puts it in, puts rugby into basic terms. Yeah. And he's just, you can see why he does such a fantastic job there, just by listening to him. You're captivated. Mm. You know, you're not looking through your phone when he's speaking. You're actually listen to every single word that comes out of his mouth and taking it in. Imagine if you had Rob Baxter die young and Mark McCall all at once as like shit running a club. It'd be the best club in the whole universe. Yeah. They reckon. Yeah. Would be. Lions maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And we've 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 covered three games there, but we, we said we'd get through a couple of results. And by the way, what did you think of uh, Owen Farrell's tackle on Ben Foden? Fine. No Me too. Landed, ben, landed on a 
on the base of his back. Ben Foden liked it too. Check his Twitter. Not even near his ne- head or neck. Yeah. Just a great tackle. Leo Vegas bet of the week. Now, you lost it last week. Yeah. You, not me, you yeah. bet on Leicester yeah. against Racing over in France. Boys what, let me down. What were you thinking? What was I thinking? Boys let me down. Yeah, Boys let me down. You're better than this for me, aren't you? so well. Uh, you way, are like so much better than me. I like better. your shoes on the table there. Yeah, they're cool, aren't they? Nick, Nick Mullins told me about this brand. They're called Cole Hahn. I got them when I was in Philadelphia. Yeah, I am... Um, really comfy, I, semi-formal shoes. I never shoes. wear anything that someone my father's age tells me about. <laughs> um, so, it's... Um, it's my <laughs> they're so comfy. Yeah, yeah, I bet they are. Um, it's my choice this week. I am yeah. going for the Scarlets versus Bath. Well, I can't bet on that. It's my old club. I think they're going to win by 50. No, I'm going to go the Scarlets by four points oh, do you know what mate I just one of us at some point has got to be punchy and do a proper winning margin Scarlet's by six points there mate at some point one of us you has got to go you cannot tell me you cannot tell me I haven't got big kahunas Scarlet's by six points Atletley versus Bath we're raising money for children in need good luck to you good luck to the children yeah This podcast is coming to an end. It's quite yeah. a long one. We're, we're, we're not really sorry about that. We've just had a guest. We've had a lot to talk about. We, we haven't done the what you've been up to bit or anything, but that's all right. It's, diffi- it's difficult when you've got a guest that is just super duper high on caffeine. He is so high energy. and Up at 4.30 running hills. Yeah, and boxing. Yeah. Oh my days. You're one yeah. of those guys. You're literally 200. Um, but you've got a busy week coming up, my boy. Um, no, not too bad. Mate, We're going for quiet. a nice swanky lunch now, aren't we? Yeah, I'm going to Astor 44. I'm actually I'm going to Ascot on Saturday. Are you? Yeah. What for horses? All expenses paid. Oh, hello. Yeah, someone gonna, knows it's, someone. It's only going to cost me entry fee. Um, probably twenty quid for food, and drinks are about four quid. Um, uh, a go. So it's not all expenses paid. I'm joking. Okay. Um, it is. Well, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, be That'd good. Be nice. Um, we're going. Where are we going? Asador Forty Four. So this is 44. this is a place that I've seen on Twitter loads of times, and they do amazing meat. And I'm in Cardiff all the time, so I was like, right, I just want to go and try it. So Shanks is my plus one, and we're going to go and eat meat. Yeah. Um, what are you up to? Oh, just lunching, mate. Lunching today. Um, you got one today? With you, mate. Oh right. Oh, well, I'm not paying you, am I? Aren't you? Oh. Do it for nothing, mate. No, you're not. Um, no, I've got a few things on, but like nice swanky and chilled dinners and whatever. But I, uh, yeah, a few swanky lunches. There's a new place opened in Bath that I realise I've been to. Uh, I went three times in 24 hours. I went for lunch and then I went for breakfast and back for lunch the next day. They opened like an ivy brasserie in Bath. It's very nice. Yeah. And I, the day it opened, I thought, this is our, they, they tweeted, this is our opening day. So I was like, rang up and said, well, can I book a ticket? I know the marketing lady, Charlie Springle. So I rang Charlie and said, can I book a ticket? Book a table. And it's like, yeah, sure. So four of us went, and I went with three mates. And one of my mates is uh, a bit special, in fact, very special. And he gets excited, and he can't sometimes can't control the volume of his voice or his language. Yeah. So he said a couple of things that catch you. That got one exactly like that, James Rainbird. Have you? Yeah. And it, it, you know, it's generally really, really funny. But this time, and it was quite funny. But Catcher, who turns out to be the manager, who is just brilliant, she's super, super lovely. She comes over and she says everything all right and. I said, yeah, he's been a bit loud. Sorry about him. He's sitting there and he's a bit loud and he swears a lot because oh, I haven't noticed. Don't worry. And he says, yeah, sorry, I can't help you. I'm a bit of a... And he just drops the C-bomb. I'm, 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 he's really posh, a bit eccentric. He's like, I'm, I'm an absolute C-bomb. 
And I was like, Nick, for Christ's sake. And one of the other lads, like, well, we don't mind a bit of swearing. Well. We're like, Nick, for Christ, yeah, for goodness sake. For Christ's sake. And we said sorry, and she knew. And I was like, look, he gets a bit excited. And yeah. he genuinely does. does this bit. Uh, but earlier on, they brought these puddings over. Or later on, sorry, they brought these puddings over. And they had, like, these bombs. They're all, it's all very sort of 80s Miami Vice type stuff. But these little bombs, they're called these little golden chocolate things. You pour hot chocolate sauce over it. And the whole shell, the sphere kind of disintegrates and you're left with a chocolate pudding on the inside. Nice. All very dramatic. And he's like, oh, that's fantastic. And there's there's four of us. So there are four members of staff pouring this sauce on, all very posh. And he says, oh, it's like a collapsing asshole, a-hole, like a collapsing a-hole. <laughs> and we're like, Nick, for Christ's sake. So I went for this lovely meal and it was a lovely meal. I really Ruined. enjoyed it. But I apologise. And the next morning I went back in. I'd had breakfast at home and I went back in to find the manager and say, look, He's lovely, lovely man. I'm really sorry about his language. And we weren't drinking. We're sober, obviously, lunchtime. And she was like, oh, don't worry about it. So I stayed for breakfast then. Went to meet a mate, and he was like, fancy a bit of lunch. A guilt breakfast. Yeah. Oh, no, I met Tom Biggs. He's like, where should we meet? I was like, well, I'm here now. So I met Biggsy, the Riggsy, um, yeah. best rig in the game. And, we had, and then I met someone else and went straight back for lunch. But that's kind of how my day off, days off are, papers and food, really. Yeah, yeah. nice. Can we end the podcast now? I'm starving. Yeah, let's end it. Um, thanks for bearing with us. Mm. There's a bear with you. Run. <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed Xavier Rush. Nice to meet him. Very high energy. Lots of opinions, which is great. Um, kind of naughty as well, which which is nice these days. He's a lad, isn't he? He's an alpha male. Yeah, he is. But yeah, nice one. Can't alpha alphas though, can you? If you call someone a lad, it makes him sound like a bit of a bell. But I don't think he is a bell. I think he's a good guy. You think or you know? Well, from what I only know him an hour. Uh, seems nice. Take your word for it. But you're not a great gauge because you've got no morals or conscience. Okay? <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.